think we're live now. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yeah, good to see you. Uh, good to have you, everyone, uh, on Instagram. Are we live? Um, okay. Uh, we're live on Instagram now. Live on Facebook as well. Okay. Sorry, let me just ensure that Instagram is sorted. Okay. Praise God. And we are live on the podcast as well. Praise God. Thank God for this time. And thank you for always tuning in. Uh, thank you for always tuning in every time, everybody. Uh, so uh, we're on chapter 8 of the book of Esther, uh, an exciting chapter. Uh, last week we looked at how um, favor can be used as a weapon of uh, honor, can, can, can be a weapon of mass destruction. destruction. And this, this week we're going to still see further uh, into that, how, wep- how honor was used by by a woman uh, to, to uh, as a weapon of mass destruction and let's see what we can what the Holy Spirit can help us to learn today so let's say a word of prayers as we start father we thank you for today thank you for being a faithful God we ask Lord that today you teach us yourself you open our eyes and our hearts to understand these things that you teach us in the name of Jesus and help us Lord to be doers of your word in Jesus name Anoint these lips of clay to speak the word of life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So please uh, share on your status, uh, share on your timeline that we've started the study. And as we go into it, so straight into chapter 8, uh, chapter 7, uh, we left Haman hanging. Haman has been hung uh, in chapter 7. And then we're seeing, chapter 8 telling us what, what became uh, of Haman's plots. So uh, let's just go straight into it. Uh, just a brief in, in introduction. Um, three major, three major things in this in this chapter. Number one um, is plot to raise an estate for himself. Haman's plot to raise an estate for himself was thwarted, um, and so we're going to see what happened to that plot. I mean, to that uh, uh, to that plot. Uh, then his, his things were confiscated and handed over to Esther and then of course definitely to Mordecai and secondly his plot to ruin the Jews uh, and all of, of and Esther uh, Esther interceded on behalf of the king then um, another edict was, was, was raised then it, there was a great joy in the city but uh, by the Jews and those other people um, who were the lovers of Jews. So let me just read. Uh, this is very uh, interesting. I will start just the first two verses, verses one and two. Then we go deep into into that. Then we'll come back and read the remaining uh, couple of verses. Verse one. Uh, On that day, King Hazeros gave Queen Esther uh, the house of Haman, the enemy of the Jews, and Mordecai came before the king for Esther had told what it was to her so and the king took off his signet ring which he had taken from Haman and gave it to Mordecai and Esther set Mordecai over the house of Haman okay so let's just let's just zoom in into that uh, briefly then now we'll come and read uh, the remaining couple of verses so uh, in these two chapters uh, these two verses uh, number one Esther just told 
the king about uh, who Mordecai was. Uh, but the number one point is that Esther was enriched. Esther got the the uh, properties of Mordecai. So uh, this was someone that was, I mean, Esther was afraid a couple of verses ago, a couple of chapters ago was in tears and fears, fasting and praying and things like that. So now Esther was enriched. Haman, the traitor, was hung. Was hung. Um, so his, his estate was forfeited to the crown and therefore to the king, uh, then therefore to Esther. So that's why the Bible says that the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the righteous. The wealth of the sinner is laid up for the righteous. Uh, Proverbs 13, 22. So if you're a sinner, if you're not righteous, all those things that you have amassing, all those words you are amassing in a, in a negative way, you're trying to just get all the wealth of this world, the righteous are going to inherit those things. Uh, number two, Mordecai was, promos was promoted. So... Um, is uh, 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 he, he was. Let's look at that. Uh, that was that same day actually, uh, in the evening of that same. So, in the morning, it was the, the pompous procession happened just this morning through the city. Uh, so you could still you can imagine that whole stuff is still um, there, there's still a lot of 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 hype and things like that. In the in the in the environment, so he was definitely promoted. So now he's now owned as the queen's cousin. Everybody now knows him that oh, this is the cousin of the queen. This is the person of the queen, uh, which until now nobody knew. And this had been four years into uh, Esther being the queen, and this is the next of king to the queen. And he was still at the city gate. He was still sitting. I mean, at the at the palace gate. He was still doing his job. I mean, this is. This is height of humility, height of modesty. Uh, and that's one lesson we can learn from Mordecai here. Uh, I mean, so zero ambition, no no ambition at all. Zero, not ambitious, not trying to immerse wealth uh, in a negative way. And this is a lesson for us all. If we just stay with God, stay on God, uh, he's going to still meet our needs. He's still going to give you those wealth. He's still going to give you those things that you are desperately um, in need of. Uh, so let's just stay. I, I mean, it, 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 I mean, it, Esther was obliged to 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 Mordecai. He took care of her when she was an orphan. Mm -hmm. So probably at this time, um, Esther would have told the king uh, not only that Mordecai. I mean, of course, definitely at this time, Esther told the king you not know, that Mordecai was uh, a cousin or next of king. Her best friend, she was the one that took care of her when she was an orphan and things like that. So, uh, aside what Mordecai had done of saving the king's life, now the king is more obliged to even favor him because of his wife. Now, this is what happens when people pile up um, favors. Don't just God see God's time is the best. Just pile up the favors, and this is strategic. Don't just go and uh cash out on favor that is not ripe now everything seems set uh for Mordecai now uh so uh number two thing under that point uh under the point that uh, Mordecai was advanced number two thing is this so the uh, the bible says he removed the signet ring the king removed the signet ring which he had taken from Haman and handed it over to to Mordecai 
Now, what, what does that mean? So all the trust, all the things that he had, all the power he had given to Mordecai automatically transferred to, I mean, to that, that the king had given to Haman automatically transferred to Mordecai. And that's something about, about the, the, the righteous. The, the, the Bible says, I envy the riches of the wicked. And when I entered the temple and I saw their end. See, people may do a number of things for you. People may shout. People may may pull you down. You can think that you're not you're not fast enough. People may seem to have overtaken you. Uh, if they do it in a dishonest way, uh, their wealth, their things, are still being is still going to be transferred back to you. So point number three, uh, Esther makes. In the steward, uh, of course, the management of Amman's estate and forgetting and keeping the possession of it. So um, he that he pets riches up for himself doesn't know who was going to spend it and where it is gone. That's the truth. Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 19. The Bible says you don't even know if the person that's going to spend all your all these things you are amassing, you don't even know if it is a wise man or a foolish man. I mean, people just, and that's greed. I, I was, I was, I was. I was teaching in, in, in one of our local churches yesterday, and this is one of the things we, we talked about as one of the challenges of this contemporary time. Greed, finance, people just want to amass so much wealth. How much food can you finish? Like, how many plates of food can an average man eat? You mean? Do you understand? People just want to amass. Look at it. Everything he thought he was amassing, he knew that he's going to get the, the, the properties of the, of the Jews. He's been strategizing, he's been looking at it, he's been bragging about, that man has been bragging about all his wealth. Now, it's Mordecai that is handling them. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Okay, so let's go to chapter, I mean, verse 3. So I'll just read through verse 3 to 14, then we'll explain that. Verse 3, Then Esther spoke again to the king. She fell at his feet and besought him in tears to avert the evil design Haman the Agagite uh, the, the evil design of Haman the Agagite and the plot which he had devised against the Jews. And the king held out a golden scepter to Esther. And Esther rose and stood before the king. And she said, If it pleases the king, and if I have found favor in his sight, and if the king seem, if, and if the things seem right before the king, and I be pleasing in his eyes, let an order be written to revoke the letters devised by Amman the Agagite, the son of Hamadetha, which he, has, which he wrote to destroy the Jews who are in all the provinces of the king. For how can I endure to see the calamity that is coming to my people? Or how can I endure to see the destruction of my kindred? The king Hazeros said to the queen and to Mordecai the Jew, Behold, I have given Esther the house of Haman, and they have hung him on gallows because he would lay hands on the Jews and you may write as you please with this regard to the Jews in the name of the king and seal it with the king's signet uh, ring uh, for an edict written in the name of the king and seal with the king's ring cannot be revoked this is a stupid law we're going to go into that how how, how stupid can 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 mean can people be but we'll go, we'll go into that uh, verse 9 the king's secretaries were summoned at the time in the third month, uh, which is the month of Sivan, on the 20th day, uh, and an edict was written according to Mordecai's, according to all that Mordecai commanded concerning the Jews 
to the satraps and the governors and the princes of the province from India to Ethiopia. Wow, this is a huge, is a large province. India to Ethiopia. We've looked at that in chapter two, uh, chapter one actually, in chapter two. 127 provinces to every province in its own script and to every people in its own language and also to the Jews in their script and their language. The writing was in the name of King Ahasuerus and sealed with the king's ring and the letters were sent by mounted carriers riding on swift horses that were used for king's service, bred from the royal stud. By these, the king allowed the, the Jews who were in every city to gather and defend their lives, to destroy, to slay, and to annihilate any armed force of any people or province that might attack them with their children and women and to plunder their goods. Upon one day, throughout all the provinces of King Ahasuerus, on the 30th day of the 12th month, which is the month of Ada, a copy of the script was a copy of what was written was to be issued as a decree in every province and by proclamation to all people and the jews were ready on that day to avenge themselves upon their enemies so the careers mountain on their swift horses and were that were used for king's service rode out in haste ordered by the king's command and the decree was issued in susa the capital we have two more verses to go but let's Let's just look at this couple of verses together. Uh, so, Haman was hung. Mordecai and Esther, uh, their friends, were protected. So, Mordecai and Esther were protected, but of course, uh, that still doesn't protect the Jews. So, let's look at uh, what happens here and let's look at some lessons. Number one, uh, the queen here makes intercession with much affection and, um, and importunity. Now, she came a second time to the king without being invi invited. Do you understand? He came a second time. I told us at the beginning of this lesson that favor is repeatable. Favor can happen over and over and over again. And we said at that time that what births favor? Good understanding. Good understanding births favor. Please get uh, uh, part three or part four, uh, part three of, of this of this lesson. Talks we brought a lot about favor, and um, you you understand. So she came again to the to a second time. She is how favored. What kind of favor uh, 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 is upon her? I mean. And because she has good understanding, so favor is repeatable and. Um, uh, uh, one lesson here is that a man's mischief uh, may may survive him. Um, the things that wicked men are proposed to do survive them. They don't. The fact that the man has died, uh, a man has been hung, doesn't still mean that the things he proposed to do um, um, uh, are, are, are dead. So uh, some of us, when we make, uh, raise some prayer points. Uh, that uh, someone that is say, doing this should die or this. How about the things they've planned? I mean, if you are just rejoiced at, at, at Amman's death, the decree has been made. I mean, this is, this is really uh, commendable. So, uh, when men project and, and, and write, what men project and write may, after their death, be either very profitable or very 
dangerous. Uh, and that's Bible says a, a good man leaves inheritance for his children's children, for his grandchildren. So whatever we write or do, even after our death, both positively and negatively, uh, can have effects. Uh, so and now, of course, the king owes owes them. I mean, one of the signs of repentance is to is to undo what you've done. I mean, that's that's uh, even okay. I, it's understandable that I didn't know at that time. But uh, one of the signs to show that uh, he's repented of that is to actually undo what he has done. So let's examine uh, a few points under this point that the uh, the, the queen may uh, under the uh, intercession of the of the queen to the people um, to the to the king about the people. Uh, so number one, uh, this petition Esther presents is with much affection. Uh, so even though Esther Esther um, Esther was safe, uh, Mordecai was safe, but no, she wouldn't, I mean, she still went uh, with much affection, with tears in her eyes. And we didn't read, if you notice, when she was asking for her own life, uh, there were no tears. So, because it's easy to just look at this and say, probably she's using tears as a weapon, which some ladies do. Uh, 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 the Lord is leading us to, 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 to the story of Samson after this, this study. And that's what we're going to be doing. So uh, we'll look at how a woman used tears as a weapon. But I don't see her using tears as a weapon here. Because when she was asking for her own life, she wasn't in tears. So it wasn't like a, uh, like a weapon. But now you could see how compassionate she is. When she was asking for her own life, she didn't, she, she didn't cry. She didn't need to cry. But the life of her people is even more important to her than her own life. And that's selflessness. That's selflessness um, in Esther. Uh, she begged for the deliverance of her people with tears in her eyes. And she expressed it, uh, number two, she expressed it with great submission and profound esteem to the king and his wisdom. See, a lot of, even when, please write this down, even when we have utmost reason and justice on our side, and we have the clearest of all causes to plead, yes, it becomes of us. It becomes us to to speak to our superiors with humility and modesty, even when the law is on your side. Even when you know that you are right hundred percent, hundred and ten percent, you still speak. Even when you know that your superior is wrong, court still demands wisdom. Still demands that you speak <laughs> with utmost respect and humility uh, uh, to our to our superiors. And that's wisdom, Sarah Zamas. That's wisdom. Uh, and look at look at the way she she, she looks. She says, "If it pleases the king, if I have found favor in his sight." Uh, and, uh, do you understand? Uh, it leaves it to uh, to his wisdom. And uh, look, the, the Bible says, "Is a soft answer turns away wrath." And I'm saying now, a soft asking obtains favor. Hey, cash. That's another thing. To to repeatedly get favor. Wisdom asking, ask the way you ask, the way you tailor your, your, your request can make you have favor over and over again. Praise the Lord. Number three under that, um, that's the final one under that. Number three, she enforces a petition with a pathetic plea. Um, so Esther as the queen uh, owns a poor kindred and speaks of them with very tender concern. So, I mean, like, she was like, I can't be in the palace. And that's something, that's a lesson for those of us in authority. She's like, I can't be in the palace. I can't endure seeing my people uh, uh, slaughtered. 
I can't be in the palace and uh, and not and and, and be, be in the comfort of my of my home and watch people suffer. And this is a, le- a great lesson for we leaders as well. Um, the, 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 the welfare of our people, the welfare of people uh, surrounding us is, is actually more imminent, more, more uh, important than our own welfare. So, and, uh, so point number five, the king takes a course for preventing uh, the mischief uh, Haman has, has designed. So the king uh, came in. Uh, which is which is highly uh, highly uh, um, uh, highly responsible of him to do and highly respectful because I mean he's the king he could say he's not doing so uh, I, I think one should one should um, one should hail the king for that I mean one should salute the king for that uh, so so let's just see a few points here the king knew and informed the queen that according to their constitution. Uh, the Persian government, uh, anything that is that the king has written cannot be revoked. In my own opinion, this is stupid, very, very stupid. The same thing in Daniel chapter 6, verse 15, uh, what the king uh, had written about Daniel cannot be revoked. I mean, this this shows, this is far from showing wisdom and honor in, in Medes and Persia. It actually indicates their pride and folly because if you say uh, there's no aspect, this particular aspect of your constitution is irrevoc- irrevocable. Have you considered? Are you saying you've considered all the outcomes? I mean, there's no irrevocability. I, I mean, in my own opinion, it just shows a little bit of stupid stupidity uh, in their own side. In, I mean, on their own point. Uh, so uh, also under that king uh, preventing them. So even though it was a stupid law that whatever the king has, has written, it cannot be revoked. But yet he found he found a way to undo. Uh, uh, what Haman had done, and uh, so publishing publishing another decree, uh, and that's actually wisdom. So uh, and he left Esther and Mordecai, gave them full authority to do everything using his name. Uh, so the people that have ganged up against you before, that same with that same power they ganged up, up against you, the Lord is going to send uh, a deliverance that is higher than that in the name of Jesus. Uh, so. Uh, about two months after the, the, I mean, two months ago was when they were they were uh, uh, they were to be slaughtered. So two months after uh, uh, after it and nine months to his execution, this is when the king was giving this um, um, decree. And this is significant, uh, is because uh, it commissions the Jew upon the day appointed for their destruction to draw together a body for their own defense, to stand for their own life. Uh, not at only defensively, but they must destroy. I mean, it's not the decree was not just telling them to be defensive, but they can actually go and attack and kill anybody that wants to uh, to attack them uh, and take their spoil. And this shows uh, his kindness to the Jews, and of course provided uh, safety for them. And it also shows how absurd their constitution is. I mean, so two, there's going to be a civil war now because the king's former decree cannot uh, be, 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 be removed or, or revoked. So there's going to be a civil war. One part, both of both, both parties are going to have the king's decree backing them up. So the people attacking Jews have the king's decree saying they should attack Jews. The Jews that are defending themselves have the king's decree. I mean, this just shows <laughs> how stupid, how stupid their laws are. So let's just quickly wrap up uh, verses 15 
to 17, verse 15. Mordecai went out from the presence of the king in, the ro in royal robes of blue and white and with green golden, with a great uh, with a great golden crown and a mantle of fine linen and purple, uh, while the city of Susa shouted and rejoiced. The Jews had the Jews add light and gladness and joy and honor. And in every province, in every city where the king's command edict came, there was gladness and joy among the Jews, a feast and a holiday. And, and many from the peoples of the country declared themselves Jews for the fear of the Jews has erupted them. Okay, now people now became Jews here. And look at, look at a lot of, just, let's just, I'll just wrap up with this, uh, quite a number of lessons uh, to be learned here. Uh, people turned to become Jews. Uh, the Lord used this to get people into his, in, into his fold. Uh, Mordecai that was two months ago um, in, in Bolap and mourning, God turned that away. God turned that mourning cloth into a royal robe. And that is what God is going to do to you today. Uh, you've been mourning. You've been. Uh, you've been. You've been. You've been uh, 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 in the opposite side. You've been sowing in tears. The Bible is telling. God has asked me to tell you today that you're coming back to reap uh, 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 in joy. You to reap those things in joy. And 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 the last point I'm going to make on that is this. The Bible says, "Henceforth let no man trouble me, for I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus Christ." People turned. People became Jews. Number one, because they know that, oh, they've heard the, the, the story. If Haman was against the Jews and this happened to him, don't just touch these people. Lo. Don't touch these people. I mean, that is enough testimony that anybody that, that touches me, anybody that touches me is touching fire. Anybody that touches me is touching fire. Anybody that, that, that's it. I mean, it's it, it, the Lord is just to me. This is just this is great that anybody that says anything against me, anybody that is saying anything against me, anybody that is that wants to have my uh, trouble me is touching fire, is playing with fire. Henceforth, let no man trouble me, for I bear in my bodies the marks of the Lord Jesus Christ. Go in this world, go in this strength today in the name of Jesus. Do we have time for questions? Uh, I think we have about four minutes for questions. If we have questions on Instagram or on Facebook, do we have questions? Yeah, so the Lord is turning your morning into dancing. There's a song that has been on my spirit since morning. I, I've been preparing for this uh, uh, study. Uh, Ron Kennelly, he's turned my morning into dancing again. He lifted my sorrows. I can't stay silent. I must sing for his joy has come. I'm going to put that uh, the link, the video to, of that song on, on, on the comment of this video. Please take a listen to it. It's a great song. It's an old school song. But your morning is being turned into dancing today in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. I will see you next week. Let's just say a word of prayers uh, before we close. Thank you, Father, for the great deliverance you are working for your church. Thank you for all things. Work together for the good of them that love you and they, they are called uh, after you. Father, Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We are grateful for this opportunity. Lord, we ask, Lord, that everyone that is sowing in tears, they will come back reaping in joy, rejoicing 
in the name of Jesus. I ask, Lord, everyone that's been attacked, that's been mourning, that you will change our garment of mourning into royal robes and golden crowns of rejoicing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Before this time next week, you will have a testimony. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Goodbye.